0: Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. We went all the way to the top for this edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. The director of athletics, Steve Waterfield, here with me. And, Steve, appreciate you carving out the time. As always, basketball season getting going. It's prime time right now, isn't it? It is great to be back with you, Neil, and excited as we
1: start the basketball season. Women starting on Friday, men down in Florida on Friday. The two highest-profile programs and and gain the most... uh, attention just nationally and so
0: it's a fun time of year it really is and, and I do want to pick up right there with it that's a great segue you have a future in the broadcasting business uh, I'll Steve. try I'll, t- I'll keep my day job <laughs> all right but uh but I did want to touch on that because with the start of basketball season this week there there was a buzz around this campus and, and certainly I think anybody was taken aback almost by what they saw I know I was I've been here a long time man, and and I was I was Borderline shock to see what I saw. The Grizz Gang showed out. They packed the Grizz Gang section. There was spillover with Goshen College in town. The excitement was palpable. I mean, the students here felt that they brought some energy. They brought heat last night. It was remarkable. If you think about it, it was the sixth
1: largest student turnout at a men's basketball game in history here. Not it, for opening night. Not opening night. Any, ever. Anywhere. <laughs> Detroit. We've <laughs> right. num- Detroit games, conference games, Valpo, you name it. It's the sixth largest. And it was a a team that probably doesn't have the name recognition as a lot of those other teams. And to bring in over 700 students to come to that game, it was a stunner. And I was told when I took the job that the Grizz Gang was a cut above uh, student groups across the country. And and they delivered in a way that um, I couldn't have predicted but I shouldn't be surprised really knowing what they've done through the years. But it means so much. I mean, it really added so much to that atmosphere, and it adds so much to our student-athletes to have that level of support from their colleagues and fellow students.
0: I'll say it, too, even on my end, walking into that, you you, you kind of play off the crowd a little bit and the buzz that's in the building. They they made me raise my game last night. I mean, you walked in, there was excitement in the air. There was an energy. there, And, and
1: I felt that, obviously, last year, Toledo, they showed up. They show up great throughout the season, but there's certain games where they really do show up in, in even larger numbers. And that yesterday was one of those games where they showed up, and you feel it. And to me, that's what makes college athletics
0: such a special endeavor, is you have that energy and you have that student support. Steve Waterfield joining us here, Director of Athletics, on an A D minute edition of the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com and Steve, have a whole litany of of stuff that we're going to touch on a little bit later on. Uh, We'll discuss the whole NCAA likeness uh, athlete imaging and and their control monetarily that they will have over that in the near future. But I did want to talk about some of the cool things that are are happening around the basketball program as, as things tipped off officially. Veterans stay Big celebration here at Oakland. Hartford will be in town for that. A game available on TV 20. Hope to see everybody out for it. But this was something, Steve, that I, that I've seen you, that I've seen administration really take by the horns. This is this is something you guys are taking very seriously, and, and you want to have a good a good celebration, great acknowledgement in the in the crowd. Yeah,
1: I thought it was important. At other places I've been, they, it was typically a football game that surrounded Veterans Day. Here, we have a great opportunity for a men's basketball game to surround Veterans Day and have military appreciation and a way for us to recognize those that have served, those that are currently. Serving, and what they've allowed us to do, and and we've gotten great support from campus, as as you know, Oakland University is rated as one of the best campuses for veterans, and we've had tremendous support. Hugh and Nancy Elliott have been extremely supportive of what we're doing as we put together some special things for veterans and uh, first 200 veterans that will get kind of a, a swag bag and do some things. We'll be doing things for the fans as well, but uh, to see the level of collaboration and teamwork at campus, but also within the athletics department whether it's marketing, tickets, communications, video, events, uh, all coming together to recognize a very important group and do it in a way that I think is going to be fun for everybody that goes to the game.
0: And this one here is a little bit off topic, but what you said there turned a light on for me because it's something I talked about with Alex Mason, the director of ticket sales here. In an environment, and this just piggybacks to what we were talking about with the Goshen College game and and the, the student turnout, in an environment in today's day and age where we're a big event society, where... When Alabama's playing LSU obviously that's going to be like a, a super hot ticket but the games that the fans perceive to be a little bit less than that where it's not as cool to post on your Instagram when you're when you're at the at the arena or at the stadium or whatever in this climate in this day and age ticket sales season ticket sales up double digit percentile from what they were last year Oakland has really gone against the grain from that standpoint why, why do you think that is Steve I think it's
1: the hard work of staff. Alex Mason, his team, uh, Giz, who oversees that area, and, and the fans that we have. I think that it's a, a testament to what they're doing, but it's also being fresh and new. Uh, we got to continue to evolve, be different, look at different ways to meet what our customers want, and then once they get here, deliver them a product that makes them want to come back. But so many folks have put in a, a great effort to build those ticket sales and and like you said that's not a trend that you see nationally nope. it is it is the outlier and to me it again really makes me as confident as ever that we can do some special things here and continue to do even better because of what i see this year and and hopefully build off next year increase it even more
0: Steve Waterfield joining us here on the Weather Bear Podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud, rate it, review it, do all of those types of things. And we certainly do appreciate the support of the Evans Law Group. Visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. And, and Steve here on this special 80-minute edition of the Weather Bear Podcast. And you know, as we get basketball season going, Steve, I would be remiss if I did not bring up the accomplishment of some of the fall sports and, and last night with the season tipping off. The women's cross-country team honored at halftime of the basketball game. Paul Rice, ho-hum, another Coach of the Year award <laughs> with another Common with place. another another yeah. cross-country champion with the women's cross-country team. Both soccer teams are into the semifinals. So, I mean, theoretically both soccer teams are 180 minutes from the NCAA tournament. I mean, things are popping this fall. They are. It's, it's fun to see as you get down to the end of the
1: season, the, the teams and the conference championships and what they do. They've worked so hard to get there and on the women's cross-country side of it, the team winning the championship. Paul and Pete Hovland probably are fighting to see who can have most uh, <laughs> right. kind of conference coach of the years in, in the next 10 years. Uh, and then Maggie Schneider history. I mean, the first right. Horizon League athlete to win three straight individual championships, which is remarkable. And uh, it was just so fun to see the, the, how excited they were as a team. And then on the men's side, uh, a really strong finish, a great run, second place, and Connor Goetz, uh, a sophomore from Indiana winning uh, the individual championship on the men's side. And like you said, uh, our, our goal is to win conference championships and then get to the NCAA tournament. Our soccer programs are on the cusp of doing that. Women play tomorrow at, at Milwaukee, and men have already clinched. They've got another regular season game. But they've already clinched the second seed, and the Horizon League will be out of Illinois-Chicago. And so um, we're right there, and it's, it's fun to see that because you know how much time and effort these coaches and student-athletes
0: put in. And to do it and represent Oakland the right way—it's—it's it's wonderful to see. And Steve, I'm always thankful to get these opportunities to sit down with you because you know, as a guy that. Does a lot of sports media work around town. I like to get the input of the experts and the people that are that are in the fire right now. And I'm I'm going to put you in the hot seat a little right, bit. Yeah, I'm going to bring Let's you go. down. But but I did want to get your take as a guy who really is at the ground zero of of all of this and, and a guy that's going to have to watch this play out and figure out ways to stay creative and stay inventive, to stay relevant. The athletic director at a mid-major institution, this whole NCAA Likeness and imaging control that in California, the athletes will, will have that control. They'll be able to, to take money from corporations to be spokesmen, to do commercials, to do those kinds of things. I mean, this is something where this has taken the nation by storm. You're sitting in the chair at a mid-major institution. As you look around, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, you see a, a very fast-changing landscape. And I think that led to the NCAA last
1: week coming in and saying, uh, the board of directors telling each of the divisions, we want you to work within the division to come up with uh, name image likeness, uh, I guess, parameters that would be consistent with the collegiate model, but also allow student athletes to to benefit from name image likeness. And so um, that is kind of the the impetus was a lot of the California laws other states looking to do it and I think rightfully so the NCAA wants to take a very cohesive collective approach that's uniform because uh, I think it would be challenging and, but now we're on a shot clock so to speak where the, the NCAA needs to get that done and get that legislation through each of the legislative processes divisions one two and three I agree we have to evolve we have to evolve the the, the rules need to change to allow student athletes to I guess, uh, benefit or, uh, realize a benefit like any other student would in the student body. The key is how, what parameters do you put in place to make sure that it's legitimate, that it's, uh, the marketplace isn't being, um, i guess manipulated manipulated, contaminated exactly and there's ways to do that but i think at the end of the day it's the right move um the devil's always in the details and there'll be a lot of smart folks putting things together and we'll have a chance to weigh in and provide feedback but i think it was a step in the right direction uh, and uh, i look forward to it and as as a ad at oakland university where we are kind of in the food chain in division one athletics to me it's it's changing uh, but it provides an opportunity change brings disruption and with that disruption there may be opportunities for us as a university that don't exist now that may allow us to continue with what we're trying to do mission-wise within athletics so we'll wait and see what happens
0: your response to that is interesting to me because as i look across the social media platforms and see what people are saying they they say well then if this is the case then why don't the power fives just break off and make their own thing And there's a lot of fear from mid-major fans. And it's interesting to hear you say, I embrace this because this could create an opportunity for us to maybe get creative in a way that that somebody else is not able to. And, And I will point to that, what you guys did with Coach Campy's contract and the way you structured the compensation. You you put that together in a way that was creative that you could stay relevant within the marketplace in terms of Coach Campy's salary and what he's done. So it's interesting to hear you say that that this this is going to be something that could create an opportunity from us. That you don't run from it. Yeah, I, th- I think it does
1: create an opportunity, and you got to figure how it works. And, and whatever the Power Five does, the Power Five does. At the end of the day, I believe that college athletics has a role at. at the Division One level, and we have a seat at the table, and we're going to provide experiences for our student athletes that are going to be phenomenal and allow us to compete at a high level. How that looks like within the landscape, I don't know, and what other schools do, I don't know. But I think there's an opportunity for us as things continue to change that we can either reestablish our niche or even create a stronger foothold in what we're doing here. And so I'm excited, and and. and the, Coach Campy's contract it was it was the right thing to do from a marketplace standpoint but it was important for me that we used resources that weren't going to take away from other sports and student athletes and it was a way for us to get this done it's where it needs to be in the Horizon League and in my sense where it's middle to top of the pack but not anywhere near one two or three from the data i have and um, he's done well and you you, i think it's important to recognize coaches that do well and it's not just him but other coaches will continue to evaluate
0: where they are and, and see what we can do You've done well today, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you carving out the time. Absolutely.
1: Well, I appreciate
0: everything. Look forward to a great basketball season, and let's do this again. Absolutely. We'll catch back up again next month. We'll make this a monthly uh, monthly Fantastic. appointment, if that's cool with you. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Again, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud to the Wear the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Big thank you to Steve Waterfield for his time. Thanks to the Evans Law Group as well. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.